Hello, friends. Nathan Story here, your worship leader and the best podcast host and producer of all time. I wanted to jump in and let you know that this particular week, we experienced some technical difficulties, so we don't have quite a full episode for you. We're hoping to reflect on Aaron's sermon as we opened our Advent series, A Gift of Hope, here in 2020. As I mentioned, we experienced some technical difficulties, so I don't have a full episode for you this week, but what I do have is a reflection from Oswald Chambers, My Utmost for His Highest, on the birth of Christ. Following that will be this week's mini-sode. Enjoy the show. His birth and our new birth. Behold, a virgin shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. His birth in history. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. That's Luke 1. 35. Jesus Christ was born into this world, not from it. He did not evolve out of history. He came into history from the outside. Jesus Christ is not the best human being. He is a being who cannot be accounted for by the human race at all. He is not a man becoming God, but God incarnate, God coming into human flesh, coming into it from outside. His life is the highest and the holiest, entering in at the lowliest door. Our Lord's birth was an advent. His birth in me. Of whom I travail in birth again until Christ be formed in you. Galatians 4.19 Just as our Lord came into human history from outside, so he must come into me from outside. Have I allowed my personal human life to become a Bethlehem, For the Son of God. I cannot enter into the realm of the kingdom of God unless I am born from above by a birth totally unlike my natural birth. You must be born again. This is not a command, it is a foundation fact. The characteristic of new birth is that I yield myself so completely to God that Christ is formed in me. Immediately, Christ is formed in me. His nature begins to work through me. God, manifest in flesh. That is what is made profoundly possible for you and me by the redemption. Hello, friends, and welcome to Tell Us More, a podcast from Lake Forest Church, Westlake, all about the messages we hear each and every week. I'm your host, Nathan Story, and joining me again are Aaron and Caesar. It's good to have you guys with us. Hello, hello. Hey, Nathan. Glad to be with y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so here in 2020, it is Advent. It has started. The Christmas season is here. We began a new series this past Sunday called A Gift of Hope. We focus on the stories in, uh, about and surrounding the coming of the Christ child. And so I thought I would start us off uh, with not necessarily our typical question, but a, a, maybe a broader question about what it's like to create a fresh and engaging Advent series when we do so every year and what that's like. So <laughs> let's, uh, let's discuss that. Let's talk about Advent. Let's talk about Christmas. Is it exciting to do Christmas? Is it kind of a, something we dread to do Christmas? I mean, and maybe that's a little too strong a word, but well, what's it like to do this every year for y'all? Well, I love it. I, I think, um, you know, Advent's one of my favorite seasons of the year. Uh, so I always love trying to get creative and think about how do we 
how do we tell this old, old story in a fresh, fresh way? So, um, yeah, I, I, I think it draws out some of the best creativity in us. Uh, but it's also just, I mean, it's just a great story and not a, not just a story, but like a real story, you know? So yeah, yeah. how much, how much more fun does it get than that? You know, uh, we, I mean, we love to t- talk about our love for all other kinds of things in the fictional world and stories, but this is a historical story that is just mm. one of the best. So lots of fun. Yeah. Yeah. On my end with the handling of creative stuff, it's in some ways it's, it's like how many, how many different ways can you use the colors uh, red, green, and yellow. <laughs> so, so that's always kind of fun. That that might be the that's always a challenge every year, but it, it seems to keep coming. So, red, green, and yellow is is just the start of where the creativity goes. That's for sure. Yeah, and I'll I'll add to that on um, the musical side of things. It it can definitely feel routine or even rote at times to do the same Christmas songs. But you know, something I've learned over the years is as a worship leader is there's nothing quite as powerful as a familiar song when it comes to congregational mm. engagement. Mm. We find a lot of success mm-hmm. playing older tunes and even newer tunes that are hyper familiar, maybe ones we've done a few times. And there's kind of some power in that in Christmas music every year because um, people can and do often complain about Christmas music. But the fact is we don't have to listen to it all year round, right? There's a little bit of a, familiarity of Christmas music when we put that back on uh, as a church and as uh, the people celebrating the coming of Christ that I think kind of helps with with worship engagement. So yeah, I, I look forward to it too. I um, From like a series theming perspective and from a service elements perspective, it can always um, be a little challenging to find fresh and new ideas, but there's so many people doing doing church these days and trying to do church in a attractive and modern way that there's a, just a, a wealth of resources that we have to tap into um, and the great ideas that come from within as well, not just from. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I think it was, I think it was our very own Cesar Guerrero who came up with, I think it was CC's. You can tell me if this is right, but I remember when we were first planning this, this must've been six months ago. And we thought, man, we're going to, we're going to need to talk about hope at Advent and then someone, I think this was C, said, you know what would be really cool is it is instead of focusing on the baby Jesus, let's focus on the adult Jesus that that baby grew up to be and how he brought hope to everybody. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. so, mm. see, was that I your idea? I don't I think you credit. <laughs> so I would. Yeah, it was my idea for the title, but not for the content. OK, there you but, go. Yeah, but but yeah. So you were, I'm all, not, you were all the you were all the the trappings, but not the substance. Is that what yes. you're saying? Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm the ornaments on the tree. Right. Very nice, very nice. Not the tree itself. But yeah. So let's let's get into the particular idea for this year's Advent series, the gift of hope. Now that we've kind of opened that door, um, uh, where did that come from, uh, Caesar? If it was you, or <laughs> you know, Aaron, as you fleshed yeah. out the sermons, where where did this come from? What why did we need to talk specifically? about Jesus being the gift of hope this year. Yeah, I remember the, the the conversation was we wanted to talk about hope. I think hope was always the key word in that. Mm. Um, but I, I remember so many different options were, were talked about. Um, hope arrives, uh, 
hope in I, I think it was I think some people were kind of gearing towards like oh it's 2020 so it's like hope in the midst of something you know it's like it turned into a real long title yeah, like that's not yeah. a title <laughs> that's a that's a that's a it's a paragraph a statement yeah <laughs> right, it's a paragraph. Uh, but we, yeah I think uh we wanted to go I think me and Leah, our communications um, lead at Westlake, were, were really drawn to hope arrives or gift of hope, something that feels um, like we, you know, for sure you're talking about hope. Cause I think that's what we all agreed on is what we needed to talk about this year was that there is something to look forward to um, period, period. Huh. Like, yeah. like there's just, there's always something to look, hope, uh, look mm. forward to and optimism that we wanted to capture. Um, and I think that's just part of the Christmas season that is so fun is that, that um, for the most part, it's, it's easy to, to lock into optimism during the Christmas. Mm. Uh, and whether it's the gifts or the, the family that you're going to see or the, the traditions that you expect or any of those kind of things, there's always something that you're looking forward to, which I think is just kind of a fun idea to explore, especially with the whole Jesus kind of not looking at baby Jesus or the Christmas story in particular, but more about, hey, there's this person who means a lot to us all year round. And at this particular time of year, we're really focusing on him. We're not looking at any other books of the Bible. We're just focusing on on this one person. And so I think that's why we, let's just keep it simple. Let's just talk about Jesus. And that was just kind of fun to do for like the first time in a while. Yeah, I love that. That's that's great. Um, people often it's just so interesting. People often talk about uh, the magic of Christmas, which is you know, not something we often talk about at church. But you know, there is something similar in that you know Jesus was 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 very unnatural, right? He was miraculous mm-hmm. in in what he brought to us and and where he uh, where he came mm-hmm. from. So you know, there's something, yeah. and th- I think our culture. I was going to say, I think our culture loves, loves magic, loves things that are out yeah. of the ordinary yeah, and likes to suspend disbelief. And even though this is a historical thing that Jesus is born there, is, like what you're saying, there is a magic around it that mm. feels um, special. Like, oh, this person existed, but this person is a big deal. And that's why yeah. the story, like what Aaron was saying, the story is so cool at the end of the day to be focusing on. 